broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app, we are WRKN. 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans player. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, by Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligence sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access, the Hump Day Edition, Wednesday night here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and on the web at NashFM1061. Dot com. Our tune-in app is available for you anywhere in the world to listen in via iHeart. Of course, you can always get us at home via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN or Nash Icon 1061 FM to be able to access the show. You can also check out our podcast following the show through CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on podcast to be able to access what you may have missed or what you may have liked and you'd like to hear again. You can email me. It's Ken at CrescentCitySports.com or feel free to call in at 504-260-1061 to participate in the conversation. Coming up in the second segment, we're going to talk about kicking decisions by Saints coaches over the years. Some original decisions were good. Some eventual decisions were not. And that comes about based upon the decision that was made yesterday to retain rookie Blake Groupie over veteran Will Lutz. Lutz traded to Denver, as you know, where he reunites with Sean Payton, who obviously has a lot of confidence in him, and saw Will Lutz at his best before the injury, which kept him out in 2021, and of course, before he didn't have a good year in 2022. Payton saw him at his best, and obviously believes he can return to that form Dennis Allen is a different head coach, different approach. Special teams coach figures in the mix. They saw Blake Groupie. They liked what they saw. And they're going to give him an opportunity to roll. Whether that works out or not remains to be seen. But the fact of the matter is that they think they saw enough to give him the opportunity. As for Lou Henley, he's a rookie as well. And they just didn't like what they saw of Blake Gilligan in training camp and in the preseason. Look. Last season, he wasn't as good as his first season when he was pretty good. But now, a new coaching staff, a different approach. And obviously, this staff feels differently. And they move on. And it's so interesting because, remember, Gilligan was placed 
Initially on the practice squad for a year, he was the punter in waiting for Thomas Morstead, who was very highly paid. Brilliant punter. Great in all-time New Orleans Saints lore. Should be a Saints Hall of Famer when the opportunity presents itself. Bottom line, though, the Saints got Gillikin much cheaper, and they utilized him. Fast forward to today, Thomas Morstead released by the Jets to help them get to their roster limit. So you wonder, is Morstead going to catch on elsewhere? We shall see what transpires there. Morstead basically, after he was released, telling fans to relax for whatever that's worth because he's not going to be gone for long. Reports are all over the place that the Jets intend to re-sign him after further roster adjustments are made by temporarily cutting Morstead. The Jets can use that spot on the roster to prevent another player from being subjected to waivers, and after making the initial 53, that player will likely move to short-term injured reserve. So Morstead understands what's going on. That's why he told fans to relax and not be concerned about it about who the punter will be and whether or not he has a job moving forward. All about the histrionics of creating a roster and how you do it and trying to prevent others from purging players you'd like to hold on to. The New Orleans Saints certainly have players like that that they want to hold on to. Jalen Smith to the practice squad. Shaq Davis, obviously one of those, to the practice squad. John Trey Kirkland. And the list goes on. Again, Smith led the Giants in playoff tackles last season. Saints also signed running back Jordan Mims to their practice squad. He's formerly with the Buffalo Bills. Kyle Phillips on the practice squad. Jack Heflin to the practice squad. Jonathan Abram, Ty Summers, and Fernie Orgy, the linebacker. You know about Lucas Kroll. And obviously, there are players you don't want to lose. So you try very hard to hold on to those players one way or the other. And the Saints have manipulated things to do that to the best of their ability and retained all of their draft picks to the final 53-man roster, at least as it stands today. It's pretty significant. That tells you they like their draft. They like their players. Doesn't mean they're going to be incredibly successful, but at least initially, it tells you that they have a really good feel about what they were able to accomplish in the draft, and moving forward, they think that these are players that will develop into very good NFL players. Of course, time will tell whether that's true or not. But at least initially, that's pretty special to see that many players being able to be retained. By the way, Calvin Throckmorton, who the Saints cut, was picked up by the Panthers. It's called familiarity. Panthers and the Saints see each other twice a year. Throckmorton was a serviceable reserve a year ago. The Saints feel that they got better there, and they obviously made an investment in Nick Saldaveri. He's a project. He's not ready yet, but he's an investment at guard, and obviously they feel like he has a future. And, of course, you know the rest of the story with Hurst and Pete and Ruiz at the guard spots. So, again, decisions to be made, and how they turn out remains to be seen. And it goes without saying that 
it's an interesting dynamic because if you looked at the cuts initially, you know, Jalen Smith certainly stood out, you know, on that list of cuts. I mean, look, this is a guy, again, that made a lot of tackles last year, was really good for the Giants, you know, in a, in a really good spot in terms of when they were playing, which is in the postseason. So you had to be impressed with that and those numbers. And so you would think that that would be something that would have carried him over. That said, it did not. And now he's in a situation where he's waiting, you know, because he's going to be a practice squad player for the time being. Now, all of that can change. And, of course, the other one was Bradley Roby. I mean, clearly that was a surprise. I mean, the Saints gave up a third-round pick to get this guy, and now he's gone. You know that means they're going to go with Elante Taylor as the slot corner and Paulson Adebo on the outside, but you cross your fingers, you've got to keep Mark Sean Lattimore in the lineup. Missed 10 games last year. He changes everything when he's on the field, and I do mean everything. And it impacts the other side, who's playing the other corner, makes a huge difference if Lattimore is on the field. You know, the Saints cutting the tight ends, Holtz and James, no surprise. They hardly saw the field in the preseason. Injuries were part of that. And, of course, they had other people that they liked. <laughs> Darrell Williams, you know, it was all about the injury. Just wasn't able to get on the field enough. Hated to see Nick Anderson go, but he just, you know, wasn't going to break through with the linebacking core the Saints have. I mean, again, Jalen Smith couldn't make it. Nick Anderson wasn't going to make it. You look at the others. Lewis Kidd was on the team last year. They feel like they got better there. Smoke Monday was a guy that they got last year who hurt himself. And, you know, and again, it's all about depth and whether or not they feel they have enough. And at safety, they certainly felt like they had better options there. Lynn Bowden, of course, you know, did a commendable job in camp and in the preseason. Jonathan Abram, I mean, he's a veteran player. They were counting on him to be a guy for them, but he just didn't show it. And they decided not to go in that direction with him at the safety spot. You know, it's really kind of hard to find fault with any of these moves. Bradley Roby would certainly be the one that you'd point to, you know, along with Smith, but they retained Smith. But Roby's gone, a 10-year guy, and they gave up a lot to get him. And the thought process was that this veteran player was going to be a big part of their mix, but he's not. So again, the depth at cornerback, the depth at safety, I think you look at the back end of the defense, and that's where you, you look hardest. I know people are going to say defensive tackle. I mean, you got a pretty good look at Brian Brzee. If he can stay healthy, he's got a chance to be a good player. Malcolm Roach is quicker. I think he's going to be a better player. Saunders and Shepard are serviceable NFL players and should help with slowing down the run game, which the Saints struggled with a year ago against opponents that could run the ball effectively. Defensive end spot looks pretty solid. And seeing Peyton Turner play well in the preseason and seeing Isaiah Foskey have a breakthrough game in his final game certainly doesn't hurt that equation. Tight end spot, well, Jimmy Graham, make no mistake about it, what he did in that final preseason game may have cemented his spot on the team because Lucas Crow caught seven passes and looked good in the preseason. But Jimmy Graham showed that he can still post people up, use his body, use his side, and make plays in tight spaces 
to be able to give you a chance to be successful. I think those things are certainly applicable when it comes to why Jimmy Graham is here. I don't know how much he's going to contribute. I don't even know if he's going to dress on Sundays, at least some of the time. Foster Morrow's here and Jawan Johnson's here. And Taysom Hill is listed as a tight end. and could line up there at times. So we'll see just what comes of Jimmy Graham. I thought he had the team made. Then the incident took place in Los Angeles, and we don't know exactly what that was. It's over with. That's all we know. And the Saints obviously were satisfied with it, so they moved on. And they moved him in. So you wish the best for Jimmy Graham. But keep in mind, he's probably a one-year player here. Can't see him going beyond that, at least from my perspective and what we're looking at as we speak. Running back position. Mention the practice squad signing from the Bills. And then, of course, Darrell Williams' injury, which contributed. And then you look at the the other backs, and you know what you've got. And Kendra Miller, you know, you've got a rookie. You're going to have to count on him. And they will. Beyond Jamal Williams. And we'll see what Williams can do in carrying the load. Three games without Alvin Kamara. Three. Keep that in mind. I know you're aware of it, but it's just a reminder because that's a significant amount of time to be without maybe your best player. And we'll see how the Saints mitigate that. Wide receiver, we all know what was going to happen there. I mean, it was absolutely zero, and I mean zero surprise. They kept six, and A.T. Perry was the sixth. We all said all along that they were going to keep Traquan Smith. All you had to do was listen to Dennis Allen and him talking about Traquan. And we knew they were going to keep Keith Kirkwood, all you had to do was listen to Dennis Allen all along and what he had to say about Kirkwood. The top three were always going to be there. Rashid Shahid has been hurt, but we know what he's capable of and how fast he is. And Chris Olave, obviously. And Michael Thomas is, of course, the X factor who could really change this offense if he plays back to form or at least close to it. And we all have discussed that for quite some time now. And now we simply wait to see if, in fact, that can become a reality. Quarterback position, I think, is good. Jameis Winston showed that he's a year down the road from those injuries. He looked healthy. He looked fresh. He threw the ball well in the preseason. He seemingly has maintained a very positive attitude, even though he knows he's not the man. And Derek Carr is the man, and he has handled himself extremely well. Leadership abilities off the charts. He can make the throws. Now can he go out and play in the games the way the New Orleans Saints feel he's capable of playing? Because that ultimately will decide whether the Saints are an average team or an above-average team. Quarterback remains the most important position on the team. It always has been, and it always will be. And the Saints have not been good in that area since Drew Brees walked away. And they have to be better. Jake Hayner's a project, and you saw that in the final preseason game. He's nowhere near ready, but he is a project, and he's got some ability that's obvious. And he's got some moxie, so he's going to stick around. And they'll continue to work with him to give him an opportunity to grow. Down the road, certainly a better prospect than Ian Book was. The Saints have had little or no success drafting quarterbacks in this entry. Just hasn't worked out at all. And hopefully this time around, they may have found that guy that can get the job done. 
Then, of course, it's the Tennessee Titans and what they present. The Saints are slight favorite in the game. We all know the Titans will run the ball, and they'll try to run it well and run it frequently. And we all know they have, you know, a guy in Derrick Henry who can pound the football and still has the ability to pound the football, even as his age advances. And we all know they have a guy named Tajay Spears who looks really good in the preseason, posted some some really eye-opening numbers in the preseason. I mean, look, if you were naming an all-preseason team, this guy would be a big part of it in the NFL because he looked as good as anybody in the preseason, whether it's veterans or rookies. That's how good the young man looked. And look, he's always going to be looked at by some people in New Orleans in comparison to Kendra Miller. Because the Saints could have picked Spears, and they picked Miller. They saw Miller as a different type of back. Maybe an every-down guy, they saw Spears as more of a change-of-pace guy or a second- and third-down guy. Now, whether that's accurate or not remains to be seen. And whether or not either one can avoid injuries, well, that's sometimes luck, but size has something to do with it. We'll see. Bottom line is, you made that decision, so now you look with Kendra Miller, and you try to ride with him and, and see if you were correct. And in the case of Tajay Spears, I hope he has an incredibly good season, and I hope he has an incredible career. He's a terrific young man. He's a great story. Coming back from a knee injury to play the way he played at Tulane to put himself in position to be an NFL football player, which he is now. And, of course, we all will pull for Tajay every single step of the way. He's got that kind of story behind him, that kind of moxie, and he has the skins on the wall dating back to Ponchatoula High School when we had some of his games on CrescentCitySports.com through his days at Tulane and now, of course, in the NFL and now coming home to play against the Saints. What a way to start your major league career, right, in the NFL, playing against your hometown team in your hometown. That's pretty cool. That doesn't happen that much, and that is going to happen coming up a week from Sunday. We're just getting started here on this Wednesday night. Ken Trahan with you, 504-260-1061. We'll take a time out here when we return. The Saints kicking decision and the history of that. We'll explain it and we'll examine it as we continue with all access on Nash Icon 1061 FM. And as always on the web, we're at NashFM1061.com. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Call 800-209-3485. 800-209-3485. 800-209-3485. Sponsored by Patriotic Hearts. 
Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. It happened at the Mississippi Press Association. Democrat Brandon Presley got asked where he stands on sex change surgeries and puberty blockers for children. Here's the reporter asking the question. Would you have signed the bill on the prohibition of sex change? And Brandon Presley's answer? When asked if he supports the new state law that bans puberty blockers for sex changes in children, Presley said he would have kept puberty blocking drugs legal for children. The Mississippi Free Press wrote, and I quote, Democratic candidate for Mississippi Governor Brandon Presley would not have signed legislation that outlawed puberty blockers and sex change surgeries for children. Sex change surgery is permanent, forever. Yet when it comes to the radical transgender agenda, Brandon Presley took the same position as Joe Biden, the same position as the radical National Democrats. That's why Brandon Presley cannot ever be our governor. Paid for by Tate for Governor. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. Celebrating 90 years of excellence, the Allstate Sugar Bowl is one of college football's most enduring traditions. And for nearly a century, the Sugar Bowl delivers for New Orleans, for Louisiana, and for the region. Major events, big tourism, and a national spotlight each and every year. And this season, it's even bigger. The college football playoff semifinal at the 90th Allstate Sugar Bowl. New Year's Day in the Dome. The Sugar Bowl is presented by Allstate, Louisiana Tourism, and New Orleans & Company. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first Philip. This report is sponsored by Macy's. It's Macy's Labor Day sale with end of summer specials like Levi's for him and her. Find jewelry clearance and luggage for stylish travel. Plus, Star Rewards members can earn faster during Star Money bonus days at Macy's. Availability and duration varies by store location. Details at Macy's.com slash Star Money. Accident now cleared, but it has been a slow afternoon downtown I-10 eastbound. Claiborne flyover still seeing it was the accident was I-10 east of the Slidell split still seeing stop and go traffic from West End so about a uh, three mile backup in that area shut down due to an accident in St. James Parish Highway 331 27 
between LA 3213 and LA 20. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Welcome back to the show. Ken Trahan with you on this hump day version of the All Access Sports Talk Show. We are so glad that you are with us here this evening. Well, of course, the Saints, as we talked about in the previous segment, making final roster moves. It's pretty interesting because if you really want to break down the roster moves, all the moves that were made and there were those to discuss, which we did in the previous segment, the one that has garnered maybe the most attention is the kicker spot. I mean, it's one thing with Lou Headley, a rookie, 30 years old, Australian who's not kicked in a league, replacing Blake Gilligan, who's punted for two years, who, by the way, replaced Thomas Morstead, who, by the way, was let go by the Jets. It's another thing to replace a seven-year kicker in Will Lutz, who kicked 84% field goals for you and has had some big moments for you, game winners and proven himself. Didn't have a good year last year. A few low kicks, too. All of that to be considered. But it really does bring about the, the concept of history of the New Orleans Saints when it comes to kickers. And this is not to say that the Saints are failing at naming Blake Groupie their kicker and made a mistake with letting go of Will Lutz. We don't know that yet. That's why coaches, that's why front office personnel get paid the kind of money they get paid to make those kind of decisions. And my posture throughout the process, as you've heard on this show, was that in all likelihood they would have kept Lutz over Groupie only because he's a proven commodity and because of the fact that the Saints consider themselves a contender, that they are the favorite to win the NFC South. And the thought process being very simply that if you are a good team, if you are a contender, you go with the proven commodity rather than the unproven rookie. Well, the Saints obviously feel like they're a contender. They're favored to win their division. Picked to have a winning record. But they went the opposite way. Part of it is value. The Saints were one of three teams that traded a kicker for a seventh-round draft pick, by the way, yesterday. This wasn't a lone wolf situation. This wasn't just about Sean Payton's love and fascination with Will Lutz. It was about the fact that Denver needed a kicker, and the Saints thought they could get value in getting a draft pick in return, albeit a final round draft pick. And the odds of those guys making teams aren't great. The odds of those guys making a difference on a team are less than that. That said, you do get a draft pick. And that said, the Saints obviously believe Groupie can get the job done, as we talked about previously. Now, with regard to the 57-year history of the Saints, there have been good decisions on kickers who have performed very well. People like Tom Dempsey, Morton Anderson, Doug Bryan, John Carney, Garrett Hartley, and Lutz were all solid, and of course Anderson was elite. Dempsey, as I wrote at CrescentCitySports.com, will never be forgotten in New Orleans Saints lore. He overcame Oz without part of his right hand and right foot to make the NFL his home for 11 years, despite being handicapped. He kicked an NFL record 63-yard field goal on November 8, 1970, to give the Saints a thrilling 1917 win over the Detroit Lions at Tulane Stadium as time expired in the first ever game for new head coach J.D. Roberts, who had taken over in midseason for Tom Fears, who was dismissed. Roberts, of course, had a very forgetful regime, and it's very forgetful what he did to Dempsey, because less than a year later after Dempsey 
set that record. He didn't have a job in New Orleans. He was banished by Roberts over a, a clear personality conflict between the two. It hurt Roberts and it hurt the Saints. Dempsey went on to lead the NFL in field goal percentage the next year for Philadelphia in 1971, and he kicked nine more years in the league. I'd say that was a mistake. Roberts replaced Dempsey with Charlie Durkee, who Dempsey had replaced in New Orleans originally. Durkee lasted just 18 games over the next two seasons, and the Saints were on to a new kicker. And as for Roberts, well, he was out of a job before the 1973 regular season even began. That's example one. Example two, Morton Anderson. He kicked for the Saints for 13 years from 1982 to 1994. Simply put, the Great Dane was the best in NFL history, given the era in which he kicked, the longevity of his career, and the number of big kicks he made. Anderson's body of work earned him induction into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, where he joined Jan Stenerud as the only kickers to ever be enshrined in Canton, Ohio. After the 1994 season, Jim Mora and the New Orleans front office decided they could move on from Anderson after 13 years, thinking that kickers were not very important and could be replaced. We all know the rest of the story. Morton went on to kick 13 more years in the league, reached a Super Bowl with the Falcons, and kicked many, many more game-winning and meaningful field goals. The Saints replaced Anderson with Chip Miller. Remember him? He lasted all of eight games before being released and making just 57% of his field goal attempts. It was simply a bonehead decision, and one of many made after Jim Finks became ill and ultimately succumbed to cancer. Morrow was an excellent coach, deservedly in the Saints Hall of Fame, who should be in the team's ring of honor. Years later, Mora admitted that the decision to jettison Anderson was a very poor one, and one that he truly regretted. Along with the departures of Ricky Jackson, Sam Mills, and Stan Brock, all of whom went on to success elsewhere, those personnel decisions proved to be fatal to the Mora regime, the team worsened annually, ultimately climaxing with more quitting in the middle of the 1996 season. It was a sad ending for an excellent coach, and at the time, by far the best regime in franchise history. In 2006, the Saints had an amazing renaissance. From 3-13 and in 05 in Katrina to the NFC Championship game of our first-year head coach Sean Payton in 2006. It was simply an amazing job done by Payton, who made all the right moves, starting with signing Drew Brees. John Carney was a huge contributor to that success. He made 23 of 25 field goals. That's 92.1%. And he converted 46 of 47 extra points. Guess what? That was not enough. Peyton wanted someone else with a stronger leg, so he signed Olindo Mare. Remember that? It was another bad decision. Hampered by a groin injury, Mare kicked in just 13 games, making just under 59% of his field goal attempts which led to Martin Gramatica becoming the kicker in New Orleans. Remember him? Carney would return to the Saints in 2009 and 2010, and he served as a mentor for Garrett Hartley kicking in 13 games in those two seasons. What organizations decide to do with kickers can largely determine the fate of head coaches. That is my point to be made in all of this. We all know about Hartley and what he did, and he will always be remembered as a a hero in New Orleans Saints lore. He made 81.2% of his field goal attempts, 99.4% of his extra points with the Saints. He was perfect in the playoffs, including in the 2009, 2010, and 2013 postseasons. And along with Tracy Porter, you can say Hartley made the biggest, most important plays in New Orleans Saints history. We all know he drilled the 40-yarder down the middle to give the Saints that 31-28 win over the Vikings in the NFC Championship game 
to put him in the Super Bowl in the 2009 season. And then, of course, in Super Bowl 44, he kicked those three field goals in excess of 40 yards, 44, 46, and 47 yards, respectively. Made his only extra point attempt. The three field goals in excess of 40 yards remain a Super Bowl record to this day. Hartley kicked just five seasons for the Saints, and injuries derailed his long-term career, first in 2011, and then a lingering neck issue which short-circuited what could have been a long career. After one subpar season in 2013, when he made 73.3% of his kicks, Hartley was out. He got one more brief opportunity in Cleveland, but that was it. Career over in the NFL. That's how tough it is to be a kicker. Will Lutz, out a year, like Hartley, comes back, doesn't have a good year. 74% field goals. New head coach, Dennis Allen, not Sean Payton. Different evaluation. Enter Blake Groupie. Had a great camp, outstanding preseason. And they saw enough. They think he can get the job done. It's all about what have you done for me lately. That's what it comes down to in the NFL. It's a business, as Garrett Hartley said in our feature at CrescentCitySports.com. Had Lutz performed better last season, maybe this scenario would not have unfolded. But it did. Group A gets the job now. Lutz is in Denver, reunited with Sean Payton in rare air, which you ought to like a lot. And as for Groupie, he has a chance to prove that this was the right decision made by New Orleans front office executives and its head coach and its special teams coach. Is it the right move? Only time will tell. History tells us that these are tough moves to make and that the Saints have made some that really weren't good moves at all when it came to retaining kickers over the years who had been successful in the black and gold. Will Lutz was successful. Wouldn't shock me if he's successful in Denver. And I wish him well. He's a great guy. Blake Groupie's a great story. A great young man. He has the ability, but can it translate? Because as Garrett Hartley says, a lot of it is between the ears. And we'll see if that is something that can be mastered by this young kicker because clearly... This is not an easy task to be a kicker in the NFL. There's 32 of these jobs, and they're very, very hard to get. Ask Cade York, who looked great at LSU. I thought he'd be a kicker forever in the NFL. Not forever, but you get the picture. And now he's out of a job. And, of course, Garrett Hartley is another great example. Tough job. Tough position to be put in. Pressure is always on, and you have to perform. That is what awaits Blake Groupie. Glad you're with us. 504-260-1061. Later on in the show, we'll talk LSU football next. Tulane football as we continue with all access for a Wednesday night. Ken Trahan with you on Nash Icon 1061 FM. We're on the web at NashFM1061.com. It's Macy's Labor Day sale with end of summer specials like 30 to 40% off Levi's for him and for her, 70% off fine jewelry clearance, and 60% off luggage from Samsonite, Delsey, Travel Pro, and more. Or get an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card. Star Rewards members can earn even faster Dream Star Money bonus days at Macy's. Availability and duration vary by store location. Details at Macy's.com slash star money. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With Labor Day savings at the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking. With top brand appliances, like a new LG refrigerator capable of making four different types of ice. Or an LG oven with built-in air fryer for healthier, crispier options. Plus, with convenient shopping in-store and online, your innovative new appliances are also just a click away. 
Get up to $700 off select appliances, plus an extra $1,000 off LG Kitchen Appliances, only at the Home Depot. Pricing valid 824 through 913 U.S. only. See store online for details. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Upside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code SAVE for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code SAVE for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SAVE for 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill up. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. This report is sponsored by OFF. This is Pretection. Yep, protection. The everyday skin protection ritual that protects your skin from mosquitoes. Prevention is the best protection. Off, the number one dermatologist recommended repellent brand, SC Johnson. Things are looking better from a long, long accident earlier. I-10 East at uh, near the Claiborne flyover. It was east at the Slidell split. Accident cleared. Still seeing some slow traffic from Airline Highway, so about a two-mile backup still, but it's not as bad as it was. Highway 3127, both directions between LA 3213 and LA20 in St. James Parish. It is shut down at this time, and also Arts Street at Franklin Avenue, an accident. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com. Welcome back to the show on this Wednesday evening. It is, of course, all access. Ken Trahan with you, Rudy Dixon, our producer, and of course, it's college football weekend coming up for local teams, not the least of which would be Tulane. And LSU. Of course, the Green Wave will host South Alabama coming up on Saturday night at 7 p.m. at Yeoman Stadium with high anticipation. Tulane coming off of the brilliant 12-win season and the Cotton Bowl victory in a top-10 national ranking to end the season and naturally favored over South Alabama, but a worthy opponent and a tough opponent and an opponent that has been gunning for Tulane for months now. Tulane, of course, has the motto and the slogan of 1-0. And it certainly is the right approach, and it is applicable because Tulane has gone from being the hunter to being the hunted. It is a program now that is looked upon as a dangerous team and a team that is favored to win the American Athletic Conference, so opponents will be gunning for Tulane. No question. The Green Wave entered this game looking pretty good. The running back situation, look, Willie Fritz wants to get it to three guys, maybe two ideally, but three certainly. And, you know, got to believe that Shoddy, Clayton will be the guy to get the first snap and start at running back based on experience and what he's been able to do. Shedra Lewis, quick, 
change of pace guy. Arnold Barnes, talented young player. And, of course, Iverson Celestine is another guy that has a lot of experience and a guy that played well enough last year. The question is, can they get the productivity out of these individuals to replace or at least replace enough of what Tajay Spears gave to this team a year ago? Therein lies the big question. Wide receiver position looks pretty good. You know, certainly Keys, certainly Brazil, certainly Watts, and certainly Jaquan, who's really good, of course, from Hogville. And, you know, you think about these guys, and it's a better bunch than they've had at wide receiver. Tight end, not as deep this year as it has been. Bowman's back. Offensive line, maybe the best we've seen at Tulane in many, many years. And I don't think that's an overstatement at all. Starts with Sincere Hainsworth, obviously. But you've got other pieces there that are really good. And I think Tulane is in a good place at tackle with their offensive line in particular. So I like their offensive line. Defensive line, Willie Fritz said yesterday at the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club that he can rotate up to nine guys up front. Boy, that's a real plus. And let me tell you something. That's going to be extremely important early in the season. Extremely important when you're dealing with the conditions as they are. It's going to be hot, folks. Now, you also have to be a little bit concerned this coming Saturday about rain. Looking at the forecast. Depends on where and when, but it's possible. So weather, a factor, and obviously heat, the biggest factor. And with that in mind, being able to rotate a significant number of players is a big plus for any program. And certainly that would be the case for Tulane when you're talking about big men up front because they tend to tire quickest, fastest, the most. And to have the ability to rotate those guys will be really good. Look, they lost two really good linebackers, but they've got three or four good linebackers. Really like their linebacker depth and think they're good at that position. I like their cornerback position, too. I like the fact that both kickers are back. Love the quarterback position. Not just because Michael Pratt's going to become the all-time leader in Tulane history and touchdown passes, barring any unforeseen developments, but because they have real depth there with Kai Horton and Justin Ibietta, these guys can play. And both stayed, obviously, banking on the fact that either one of them will be the new man at quarterback next year when Michael Pratt graduates. And I think that that's a real healthy competition because both can play. Both are good. And I think it's a really good situation for Willie Fritz to be able to have all three of these guys in the room at the same time, to be able to utilize, if necessary, in-game action. So it's a real plus for Tulane. But you got to win the first game, 1-0. Again, back to the slogan, because it's truly, and I mean truly, applicable. They've got to be able to win this game, to be able to be who they want to be. Because then it's Ole Miss, and we know that's going to be tough. And then it's Southern Miss, and we know that's going to be tough. And there are other trap games down the road, without a doubt, before you even deal with going to Memphis where you've struggled and playing Texas San Antonio, who's obviously you know, the second choice in this league with a very good quarterback. So things set up, I think, pretty well overall for Tulane. How to handle success. Some people do it very well, some not as well. The issue for Tulane is They haven't had to handle this measure of success previously. I mean, the last time you saw this was 1998 
when they had the undefeated season, and then the coach left, and that changed everything. Well, this time the coach stayed. There's a huge difference in that. Not only did the coach stay, but the quarterback returned, and some other key players are also back. So I think it's a different dynamic this time around. It's certainly easy to conjure up the memory of 1998 and try to make some sort of comparison, but legitimately, I don't think that the two are comparable. I think it's a situation where they're better off this time around with regard to the possibility of being able to sustain the kind of success that we saw a year ago. Do I believe it can happen? Yes. If you'd asked me the same question three or four years ago, I would have said no. But minds can change, hearts can change, opinions can change. And I think this one changed because the coach stayed, the quarterback's back, the culture's different, and the university finally seems to have some sort of understanding that athletics can really benefit the university. And it looks like it's making a commitment. Weight room's better. Facilities improving. Can they pay their coaches more? It appears that they can be the case. And then, of course, getting an indoor facility, which is on the horizon. Interesting because Willie Fritz at the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club yesterday, when Gail Benson was also there speaking, praised Gail Benson and the New Orleans Saints for allowing Tulane to use their indoor facility on a fairly frequent basis, including this week. It's important to get out of that heat. And Tulane has no escape on its campus. I mean, comparable to LSU. I mean, the Tigers can go indoors whenever they want with their indoor facility. So it's an important piece for any program in any climate, but certainly when it comes to the heat. So that's all there. And that's why I think it's different now. And that's why I think that there's a real opportunity for Tulane to finally emerge from this seemingly lifelong funk of not being able to post anything consistent in terms of winning in football and to do so. Now is the time. We've said it for basically the last six, eight months since the Cotton Bowl victory. And I do think that this is a program that can do it. And I think this is the right coach to do it. And I think they've got the right players on hand to be able to accomplish the task at hand too. So it's really interesting. It's really exciting. And of course, we all get the first chapter and the first answers to any of these questions is coming Saturday night. We'll have full coverage for you at crescentcitysports.com of that. By the way, you can check out the videos from the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club from yesterday at the cannery where we had about 140, 150 people on hand to see Gail Benson and Willie Fritz and Verge Osbury of LSU. We'll talk about the Tigers in the next segment and also to hear from Legendary coach J.T. Curtis of John Curtis Christian and coach Kevin Dizer of St. Martin's Episcopal. All of those videos are posted at CrescentCitySports.com and Les East has a story recapping what transpired with the first meeting of the 85th year of the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club. By the way, the next meeting of the Quarterback Club will be on Tuesday, September the 19th at the Cannery, 3803 Toulouse Street in New Orleans. Great location, great venue. It's $40 a person. If you're a member, it's only $30. Membership's just $25 a year. And we have six meetings guaranteed. And again, the next one is on September the 19th at the cannery. So look it up. 
Great speakers, Saints, LSU, Tulane prep each and every month. And we certainly expect to have a really good cast of speakers coming up on September the 19th. And certainly hope that you will be in that number. And if you'd like to get more information on that, you can call 504-908-6080. That's 504-908-6080. Or you can check out CrescentCitySports.com because we'll post all the information a couple of weeks in advance to show you about where it's at, who's speaking, when, and how to get tickets. So, again, CrescentCitySports.com, the official website of the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club. It will all be there for you, so we urge you to check it out. So, the Tulane Green Wave and the South Alabama Jaguars, Yulman Stadium, Saturday night, 7 p.m. The morning line hasn't really changed. It's been at that 7.5 margin now for quite some time now, which makes you think that the the betting has been even on both sides. Therefore, it must be a pretty good number that was established initially by the odds makers for it not to move so much. Kind of think that is about right, too. It's a touchdown type of game, which means it is not an easy win, which means it's winnable for South Alabama. Tulane has to show up. Tulane has to play well. I believe the Green Wave will do so. 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. One more segment to go. When we return, we'll touch on the LSU Tigers getting ready for Florida State as we continue with all access for this Wednesday night. Ken Trahan with you here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and on the web at NashFM1061.com. <coughs> when a cold comes on strong, <coughs> knock it out with Vicks Dayquil Severe for max strength daytime relief. Just one dose of Vicks Dayquil Severe starts to relieve nine of your worst cold and flu symptoms to help take you from nine to none. Power through your day with Vicks Dayquil Severe, the daytime non-drowsy, coughing, aching, fever, sore throat, nine to none medicine. Use as directed. 21 days of beauty. 21 days with daily beauty steals of up to 50% off. 21 days of slay. 21 days of yay. 21 days of are you kidding me right now? Beauty's biggest event is on now till September 16th at Ulta Beauty. Discover irresistible deals on must-have brands like It Cosmetics and Fenty Beauty by Rihanna. Plus, new launches from Pat McGrath Labs. Shop in-store, online, or pick up today. Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Conditions apply. Hey, it's your best friend Daniel Mary with Alt 92.3. Join me this Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. at Generations Hall for the Where Yet Magazine 25th Anniversary Party. There's no cover charge, and you'll enjoy burlesque from Trixie Minx, a hemline fashion show, food, and yeah, much more. There'll even be some birthday cake, and it's all free. That's this Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. at Generations Hall. Bring your friends and come join me for a party to remember as we celebrate 25 years of Where Yet Magazine. When veterans return to civilian life, they deserve your recognition and support. You can help put vets to work by donating your car, truck, or van to Patriotic Hearts. Your donation will directly support programs to help vets find jobs or even start their own business. Donate today for fast, free pickup of your vehicle, running or not. Call 800-209-3485. Sponsored by Patriotic Hearts. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. 
So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Attention taxpayers, if you or your business owe the IRS back taxes, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship and is now accessible through Tax Help USA. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. For this free information, call 800-251-1413. 800-251-1413. That's 800-251-1413. Hi, this is Dr. Brad Schaefer. As a podiatrist, I can tell you no two people's feet are alike, which is why I recommend Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotic Inserts. They're customized for your feet, so you get a unique solution your feet really need, not just a one-size-fits-all insole. They're clinically proven to provide pain relief for achy feet, knees, lower back, plantar fasciitis, and heels. Take the Dr. Scholl's Custom Fit Orthotics Assessment in Walmart today, now in the foot care aisle. When you can't stop, <coughs> there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks vapors right to the source of your... <coughs> so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Ken Trahan with you, All Access continues as we wind things down, LSU. The Tigers and FSU, the Seminoles in Orlando, Camping World Stadium, Sunday evening, 6.30. WGNO Television locally. Tigers remain a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Much like the Tulane-South Alabama game, this line has not moved. It has been in the same place now for quite some time. And therefore, again, this is an indication that the oddsmakers put a good lineup because the betting has come in pretty much equally on both sides to keep it in that particular spot. So I don't see any real genuine movement taking place. And again, the the mirror image of quarterbacks, Jordan Travis, Jaden Daniels, so obvious based upon their skill set, what they've done. They're both Heisman Trophy candidates this year, both mentioned in the same breath about what they do and how they do it. Both teams of the same milk in that regard. Both teams are in the top 10 nationally. There's so much to point to and see the similarities between the, the two teams. Mike Norvell, fairly young in the job, has done a really good job of rebuilding that once proud Florida State program. And Brian Kelly has come into Baton Rouge in two years, only in his second year. Now he's put LSU back on the national map, won the SEC West a year ago. Tigers really good offensively. So is Florida State. The question is, how will the defenses play in this game? And what about the kicking game? And how important is that going to be? I can answer that. Extremely important. When you have two teams that are fairly evenly matched, if not evenly matched, when you have two teams that have similarities, that figure to play a close game, the separation could very well come in the kick game. 
Can you make kicks? Can you execute snaps and holds? Can you block people? Can you cover kicks? Can you return kicks? <coughs> On the return front, of course, Aaron Anderson will now play a large role in that. The former Car star has got the job as returning kickoffs as a primary guy there, and, of course, returning punts as the guy. And he'll play offensively because he's an electric player with his hands on the ball on the outside, despite their obvious depth at the wide receiver position, which looks really good for the Tigers, for Jaden Daniels to utilize weapons, and, of course, the tight ends and Mason Taylor and how good he is. And he's a year older as a sophomore and how good their offensive line can be with the size and the experience led by Jones and Campbell. But watch out for Hurd. He's coming. He's big. There's a lot to like there as well up front for LSU. And on the defensive side of the ball, of course, the big news not having Mason Smith, that certainly won't help. LSU should have enough depth on the defensive line to mitigate that loss for this week. Now, they're going to get Smith back the following week. And many people continue to opine about the punishment the NCAA handed down to Smith considering what has transpired with NILs and everything else since that occurred. It was a minor infraction anyway, but the one-game suspension stands, for better or for worse. So he's out. Linebacker spot, good-looking athlete, secondary. Again, cornerback will be the key position on this team in my estimation. You're dealing with transfers across the board at that position. And LSU's counting on these guys to come in and play and play well. They're going to need them to do so. Got to cover people. And you can't play zone all the time. And if you've got cover corners, then you can do some creative things up front, especially with Harold Perkins, who they're going to move all over the place. Yes, he is listed as the middle linebacker. No, he's not going to line up there all the time. They're going to get him in situations where he has got a favorable scenario in terms of who he's lined up against to try to create havoc with opponents. You'll see him move all around. He's a wild card guy for Brian Kelly, and he, I think, is probably the best player on the defense, if not the football team. Some would point to Jaden Daniels in that regard, and understandably so. Bottom line is, it's a good LSU team. It's a year older. They've had a year's worth of coaching to get accustomed to Brian Kelly, his coaches, and his system, and I think it's going to be beneficial. I think the line is right in this game. LSU is about a field goal better than Florida State on paper, but the game's not played on paper, and LSU's got to go out and play and play well. And again, the outdoor conditions and the heat Ball possession, time of possession is going to be huge in this game, and for that matter, for every game early in the season. Looking forward to it Sunday evening. That's going to do it for us tonight. We want to thank Rudy Dixon, our producer, for your job well done. Thank our listeners. Of course, thank our sponsors for making it happen. And remind you, the original year number 29 kicks off tomorrow night, 6 p.m., the midnight coverage. Leslie Stude Young Countdown Show begins at 6 at Francesca's by Katie's Deli on Brother Martin Night with Coach Mark Bonice. 7 o'clock, Roe Brown joins me for the original in-studio. Reporters at 50 games around the state. Scoreboard at CrescentCitySports.com, the best in the state. And, of course, we'll have winning coaches on in the 9 o'clock hour, our analysts in the 10 o'clock hour, and we carry Friday night football from WNOL and WGNO at 11 p.m. to conclude six hours of coverage beginning tomorrow night. Are you ready? I am. That'll do it. Thanks for joining us. Ken Trahan saying, be a good sport and God bless you one and all. We are rounding third and heading home. So long. Thanks for listening to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. 
presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana, with the state's best prep football scoreboard. All Access was also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access was also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl.